Welcome to the Supply Chain Visibility Stories, the podcast for supply chain managers. Brought to you by Axis, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Supply Chain Visibility Stories is hosted by Bill Wall, a technology industry veteran and enterprise software professional. Well, thanks everyone for joining us in this next in the series of discussions exploring the intersection of technology and business. We're talking supply chain. Uh, our podcasts are designed to be brief and focused, and we're hoping this format inspires you, our audience, to think about how technology impacts your organization and to engage with us. I'll have information about how to engage with the series and our guests at the end of today's discussion. Hi, my name is Bill Wall, and I'm honored to be the host of this series brought to you by Axis. I'm always fascinated by the business challenges faced by companies and how those challenges can be addressed by technology. With a focus on the supply chain, our podcast series topics have ranged from talking macro trends to global systems integrations to so-called edge devices, all around the renewed focus on global supply chain. And during the course of our podcast, one of the recurring themes is capturing data, and especially in the gaps along the supply chain. Of course, you can't talk about supply chain data and integrations without talking about security. And that'll be the focus on today's segment with our guest, Tawana Jones. She's the manager of customer support at Axis. So Tawana, welcome to the program. Hi, Bill. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you on the program. So let's start talking about your role at Axis. Uh, I know you're the manager of customer support. How long have you been working in the supply chain business? Ah, I've been with I've been with Axis for 23 years. Um, I've actually this is my first job out of college, um, so I, I love what I do. I've gone up in the ranks. I've started off just coming in and configuring the equipment that communicates to our software, and then I started to install our software, and then I started supporting our software. So I've been supporting our software for about 13 years now, um, and you know it's been very rewarding to to help our customers get through their issues and and concerns with our application. Well, that makes you an IT pro for your entire career and always with a focus in the supply chain. So uh, most people would assume they understand the role of the manager of uh, customer support, um, but don't always hear about a customer support person focused on security. How did that start to happen? Well, it, it doesn't happen so much, um, but you know, as time, as the software evolves, you know, security has become more and more of a concern, you know, of, of something that we brought to the forefront, mostly because you need to make sure that your software meets the meets the requirements of the customer, as well as, you know, the security mechanisms that's out there so that you can handle threats and things of that nature if, some, if something happens to happen with um, someone, you know, infiltrating the system or something like that. And especially now that we're in the cloud. You know, we, security is very important in the supply chain because that's how information gets leaked. So you want to make sure you are prepared to handle those threats. You know, you understand what the threats are and you can kind of move forward and, and make sure the customer feels comfortable with implementing your software. It seems to me that working with a customer support group that a lot of the questions might be around software installation, configuration and updates. How often are you talking to customers about security issues? How how top of mind is that for customers these days? Well, I mean, actually, you know, within my department, you would be surprised that it's not very um, talked about. Um, you do you are right because our customers are, especially the customers that use the on-prem software. You know, they handle their own IT infrastructure, so mm-hmm. usually those mechanisms are in place, and it's just really a matter of if we bring our software into the mix 
if that will comply with what they have in place. Listening to a lot of CIOs talk about security issue, the word hygiene comes up a lot. It really, uh, for most, sort of describes having the discipline to make sure that you're always thinking about security every time you make a move to, to change your infrastructure and configuration. What does good software hygiene mean to you? Well, good software hygiene means that your software evolves as you implement newer technology and making sure that your software can comply with, you know, the security mechanisms, with the the newest technology, and just to kind of make sure your software can fit into that customer's environment and, and work cleanly. Good hygiene really is often about making sure the software is up uh, to the latest version, right? That becomes really important. Absolutely. The latest version, you want to utilize the latest technology. Um, you you want to make sure the, 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 the companies that you work with are comfortable with what you're implementing. Um, and you want to, you want to make sure you are broadcasting, you know, when updates and things are available for your software so that the customer is readily available to implement that software. So you're raising a really important point because as we've discussed in this podcast series, there are players all along the supply chain, manufacturers, um, wholesalers, warehousers, shipping companies, anytime any one of them with very tightly integrated systems along the supply chain, when any one of them is making a move to upgrade, modernize software, change their infrastructure configuration, there is a potential uh, impact upstream or downstream on that software change, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to you have to make sure that compatibility is important, right? Compatibility is important because your versions have to comply with what's in, implemented in that customer's environment and make sure it's compatible with what's compliant and supported by the third parties that you utilize, for example. I think you made a, a really good point about the shift in security emphasis that people who have software that's deployed on-premises, as they make the move to the cloud, as they make that shift, the they're thinking about security, what they own and what they're responsible for versus others tends to shift. So I suspect a lot of your conversations on security are around people who are making that move to the cloud. Absolutely. And especially because you need to know what's in the cloud, right? Because if you're not storing customer data, you do think about security a little differently. And the customer thinks about security in your environment a little differently because they're not as concerned. Whereas if you're storing customer data and you have personal information, the the risks are very high and your concern, you know, Mm -hmm. is very legitimate because you want to make sure no one comes in and compromises that information. No one comes in and, and grabs that information and is able to distribute that information. And that gets a, a pretty complicated for customers that have data and applications running on multiple clouds, because now you're really thinking Absolutely. about a, a variety of different approaches and lots of different locations. I, I suspect you're often asked uh, advice on that. What do you say to people about the work that Axis does to assure that its own software is secure and constantly being updated to new threat vectors? Right. Well, what we say is we we are constantly investigating, you know, doing research to ensure that we're familiar with the threats that are out there. Um, we're making sure that our security measures are up to date, and we're making sure that we 
we utilize the security measures as an ongoing process. It needs to be it needs to be in your everyday thought process so that you are grabbing the technology, that you're keeping your systems updated, and that you can try to be proactive in handling any threats that come in versus being reactive. You probably hear from customers about security challenges, configuration challenges all the time. We often on this podcast series talk about customer examples uh, without any names because security is a rather private matter. Are there any particular, uh, is there any particular example uh, that really highlights a challenge that customers face from a security perspective that you could share with the audience? Um, absolutely. So we we have a, a customer that's very highly regarded in the chemical space um, that has been analyzing their infrastructure. And with that analyzing, um, they've been going through upgrades of applications. So they've been looking at all of the software applications that they have in their environment and looking to see what needs to be upgraded and what doesn't need to be upgraded. Now, they've been in this space for a very long time. And when you're in the warehouse like that, you get comfortable and your users are comfortable using the same technology. So things tend, tend to be there for an extended period of time. Um, so what they've been doing recently is working with their vendors to get the software that they have there upgraded and this, that new, newer software implements the newer technology as well as, you know, um, applying to the applying security measures to, to um, mitigate against any type of security risk. And I'm assuming as they are making that move, then they've got to be discussing those changes with all of the companies that are integrated into their systems. So everyone understands the upgrade is taking place when that's happening and they're all watching for how that upgrade may or may not uh, change the not only the actual integration uh, but the security protocols around it right absolutely that's absolutely correct um when you are when you are a larger company like that you have multiple vendors so you need to bring those vendors together and make sure the integration is seamless when you do these software updates because sometimes you know, you can run into that incompatibility that we talked about earlier. I know from talking to some of our previous guests on this program that access, uh, user access uh, to systems is uh, a challenge because uh, in a complicated supply chain, some suppliers have access to some data, but they shouldn't have access to other data. Uh, when you work with customers on configuration, how do you help customers make sure that the right people can get the right information, but not the wrong information? That must be a configuration concern. That is a configuration concern. Um, and it's also, you know, when you're doing, as the software vendor, you have people in your organization that needs access, right? So you want to work with the customer to limit the people that's going to interact with their system. And when you do, and, and, you know, and everyone is actually com conforming to the, everyone needs to have their own access. So the best, the best method for that is to provide a set limit of users, mm -hmm. give those users access to your environment, and in that configuration, only limit them to the things that they are required to access. Lots to think about in the configuration of software security certainly adds a big component on on top of that. And it's good to get the perspective um, from where you sit at a software manufacturer listening to customer concerns. Uh, and that's great. I, I would say, though, as we start to think about wrapping up uh, our discussion, I think for many customers, the, the focus is, 
I got to get my supply chain up and running. I've got to get all my partners a part of it. Security is this enormous headache, but the risks are really big. And it can be a little imposing to think about how to manage uh, security on top of everything else they're responsible for. Help our audience understand, how do you get started on good software hygiene? What for you is the most important first step? Well, for me, the most important first step is to partner with a software company or a security company that has already done that legwork, right? And they can come in and they can offer the solutions or at least advice on how you can move forward. But the the, the best place, the best way to get started is to partner with someone who has that familiarity and who can offer you the, the, the advice to move forward. Always fascinating on this series to touch on a range of important topics. Security is certainly at the top of that list. A big thank you to Juana Jones from Axis for joining us uh, on the program. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Bill. That wraps up today's podcast. Uh, my thanks to the folks at Axis for making this podcast series possible. We welcome your comments and questions about the discussions uh, on these podcasts. You can engage with us at the official Axis Twitter and LinkedIn accounts, and many of you have been doing that. So thanks. Please be part of the discussion. I'm your host, Bill Wall, and for everyone at Axis, thanks for joining. We look forward to our next podcast. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by Axis, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Visit us on the web at axisinc.com. That's A-C-S-I-S-I-N-C.com. Or join the dialogue on social media. Look for Axis Inc. on LinkedIn and Twitter. Join us next time for Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by Axis.